Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ. So let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. back on Let This Mind Be In You. Hello to you out there, and thank you for joining me on another Thursday night. Um, if you've seen the title, you know we've st- we are starting tonight a new uh, letter from the Apostle Paul, the uh, letter to Titus, and uh, I think it's a good, a, um, I guess you would say, a companion uh, series or a study to what we've been talking about in First and Second Timothy. So, uh, I think it's going to be really good tonight, so I'm going to obviously start out with always checking to make sure we have all the technical stuff going. You know, I'm the, um, you know, I have to do all the producing, uh, you know, the, all the technical side of the house, all the audio, all the video, everything like that, but, uh, you know, I really do enjoy it. Um, after a long week of just, you know, being at work and uh, being away from, um, you know, just, re- just I guess you would say just coming to kind of a still Point, uh, point in the week and getting a chance to um, have things that we've studied through and I've studied through and everything like that and be, get a chance to open up God's Word. It's a it's a welcome respite uh, from everything else. So I, I really do enjoy it. So thank you out there. We do have the audio going, so that's a fantastic blessing. Amen for that. Um, we have, always make sure we do that. My wife says it sounds perfect tonight. Well, good. That's fantastic. So she's watching both on YouTube, and I'm sure she's going to jump over there to uh, Facebook. Or no, that was on Facebook. I get it all confused. That's okay. Uh, But anyways, uh, we got everything going tonight. I got my coffee here, just as always. Um, Unfortunately, it's decaffeinated. I got to get up super early in the morning. Super early in the morning. We've been doing some... um, communication uh, type exercises, been learning about different radios and and so forth and so on. So it's been some pretty early mornings, and I've realized something this week. Um, I, well, I've been realizing it for a while, but uh, when you put all your, um, you know, like the gear and you're moving stuff around and you're lifting and, um, you know, sweating and dealing with the really poor weather we've had here in southern Mississippi for the first couple of days of the uh, of the week, although today was very pleasant. So I'm, I'm thank, thankful for that. But uh, I, I've started realizing that I'm just not the the young man that I used to be. Um, as far as working, I can work and get after it. And um, But it's just the recovery part. And, uh, you know, whenever I say that, I want to be very careful because my dad is 22, 21 years older. He's in his 60s, his early 60s. And that man can work. And uh, so... You know, he's he, he puts himself through it, but um, I can't imagine trying to work at this pace uh, 20 years from now. So um, I'm not, uh, <laughs> uh, Lord willing, uh, we are gone before then. Um, you know, things are looking kind of, um, 
Well, they've been looking imminent for a long time, so there's nothing new about that. But uh, it just seems like things are just lining up. And, um, you know, that's why I think about the study of Romans that I'm doing with uh, a local body of believers here, talking about how God, how Jesus is long-suffering, but his wrath is coming. And, uh, you know, it's not too late. Uh, God is still long-suffering. He's still um, giving people a chance. And um, I pray it's not too late for you and that, um, you know, as the Spirit convicts you, come to the end of yourself. You know, the remit, you know, the repentance of sins is not something like you're, you're saying, you know, cleaning your life up all the way and you're going to get yourself just like then you're ready to come to Christ. He says, come as you are, but you have to come with that broken, contrite heart. And, um, you know, his grace is sufficient and the, when I've been thinking about uh, the studies, I see my brother uh, Ken here on YouTube. When I've been thinking about all these studies that we've been talking about, about grace and just what that actually means and who we are now in Christ Jesus. And uh, I think about how there was nothing I did to deserve that. There was nothing I did to earn that. It's the free gift, the gift of God, and uh, the which is the spirit and the bringing us into his body, and he indwells us as well. And that's just an amazing thing to think about. Amen and amen for that. But um, I, I do know that uh, things are kind of serious out there. So we, uh, as of the this live broadcast, and those that are going to be listening later on on any of the podcast platforms, obviously things are going on in Israel right now. And um, it's kind of, it's hard to see, you know, like, kind of hard to watch the places that I've visited and things that I've seen um, are under a constant barrage and bombardment. Uh, a lot of places that, um, like I said to you before, I didn't really tell you where I was and I'm not going to, but um, there was a lot of uh, uh, different things happening around that area. The entire country is is uh, in a high state of alert and things are going on. And I I kind of think about how things are going to be in the time of Jacob's trouble and the things that God is going to have to do in order to, I guess you would say, bring his people back, his chosen people. He's not done with them. He's not slack concerning any of his promises that he made to him. Prophecies will come true. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, the, the nation of Israel will once again be dealt with. And um, I pray, though, that uh, they, some can enter into the body of Christ before that time and uh, that they don't have to go through that because it's going to be a massively bad period. And you think of the way things are right now. And so we pray for the people there. Uh, we pray for those that have, are putting their faith in some other form of uh, empty religion and uh, just pray that they would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ and that he paid it all. There's nothing they have to do to earn their salvation and so forth and so on. So um, just thinking a lot about that. And um, so we've been praying for about that. I see somebody new here on YouTube. I don't recognize the, um, the handle, so you'll have to let me know if you've been on here before. But if not, if it's your first time or uh, if this is not your first time, you have a new name because I don't recognize that uh, JB S78. 
I'm not sure who that is, but you'll, you'll probably be able to tell me here in a, in a moment. But um, let's make a, uh, a couple quick announcements. So we're going to obviously start in the book of Titus tonight, and, and Lord willing, we'll continue with that. Uh, also, if you're listening on the podcast versions, you already know what your favorite platform is, but uh, there's plenty of versions, uh, podcast platforms that you can listen to Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast. Go ahead and look that up. Please share that. It's a great way for people to listen. And um, it's, it's obviously pre-recorded. I, I don't do that live. This, you know, all the studies that we do, um, I, I, I take the audio and I upload it to those podcast platforms. So um, you can listen to it on there. So if you're listening on the podcast version, hey, um, I'm glad to have you. And if you'd like to watch these videos, um, they're all available on on not only uh, YouTube under Let This Mind Be In You, but also on Facebook, Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. And not only that, I've been I've been really kind of starting to, um, I guess, I don't want to say showcase, that's not the right word, but uh, make people aware that I am on Odyssey, um, also known as Library, but you can look it up on Odyssey. And if you look it up on there, you'll see all the same videos you'll see on any of the YouTube or the Facebook platforms, but you don't have to be a part of YouTube or Facebook to watch them. So if you're listening on the podcast versions, um, you can always check me out there. And uh, that's also sort of like a, a place where everything just automatically gets uploaded. Uh, they don't tend to have any kind of um, censorship or anything like that, so I don't think they're go- it's going to go anywhere. So anyways, that's just a, uh, another place to be able to watch it. So, all right, with that being said, we're about 10 minutes in. I do want to also mention the um, LTMBIY at Yahoo ltmbiy at yahoo.com and um, I'm looking for my brother Mark um, to reach out to me uh, you, brother if you're watching this you're you're talking to your uh, your uh, your friend in the Philippines that was maybe potentially looking for some Bibles so I'm still looking to get that uh, information so maybe we can get something worked out there all right so if everybody's ready let's turn over to the companion I guess you would say uh, letter. Um, this, this is the same kind of a theme that we've been talking about in these letters to Timothy from the Apostle Paul, but it just it's slightly different. And um, obviously, it, as we'll see, that there, Titus was here in Crete, and we saw that Timothy was around the Ephesus region, you know, that Asia Minor, uh, what did, I guess you would call it like the Turkey region now. And um, that's where he was located, and but out in the middle of the Mediterranean in, in Crete, That is where Titus is, and we're going to pick that up today, okay? So if you would, turn in your Bibles to Titus chapter 1. And I've pulled the verse um, as the title for this uh, first chapter here as um, it's found there in uh, verse number 5, for this cause left I thee in Crete, that thou shouldest set in order the things that are wanting. And I wanted to kind of just key on that when we get to it. So let's start out, though, in verse number one, where it says, Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. Once again, Paul is showing that he is not only um, a servant of God, he's he's not trying to puff himself up, but he does call himself an apostle of Jesus Christ. He didn't, you know, there's a lot of people that were, uh, accusing him of not being that and trying to deny that, and he was uh, defending his apostleship. And all these letters, it always starts out with, for the most part, it starts out exactly like it is right here. 
But then it says, not because of anything that he did, but according to the faith of God's elect and the acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness. You know, he, he had to come to that moment where he was confronted by Jesus Christ. And those things is what put him into the body. And that's what saved him. Um, it wasn't anything that he did, of course, but it, it was because of that meeting at the road on the road to Damascus um, where Paul was saved. All right, so it says in verse number two, in hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. That's a very interesting statement as we I've been studying with teenagers with this local body of believers um, on Wednesday nights. Uh, we've been going through the book of Genesis and exactly the genesis of that. But even before the world began, according to this, before the world began, God, who cannot lie, that's one thing God cannot do, gave us hope. And again, the thought of the grace that it took to create man with the knowledge that he, that he would one day die, you know, before even the foundations of the world, that's an incredible statement to make and something that's kind of hard to be understood, obviously. And it's not for us to, I guess, understand fully. Um, we are not God and we can't understand his mind. But just think about the love and the grace that uh, even knowing that he's all-knowing, he still created us. And that's uh, it's just an incredible statement, but that's all throughout the Bible. Because it says, but hath in due time, times, manifested his word through preaching. Uh, this is going to be a theme that goes through the book of Titus here, like the preaching. It's the exhorting. It's the um, pointing people to Jesus Christ. It doesn't have anything to do with pointing people towards ourselves or how we're some sort of like we're bringing excellency of speech or anything to that manner, but it's through preaching, which is committed unto me. So as this preaching that we are to do now, who is our example? Who is our, where do we go for the doctrine of preaching to the body? Obviously, all, as he told Timothy, all scripture is profitable. You know, it's, it's, it's profitable for all those things. But the preaching, the, this, this learning, this growing in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ is through, is committed unto who? It's committed unto Paul. And I think, you know, again, it's not just about Paul, 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 and all these kinds of things. That's not what we're trying to say here, and that's not, you know, in any shape, fashion, or form. If Paul was sitting right here, would he, would he be saying the same thing? But he would said and did say, follow me as I follow Christ. He was given these instructions. Therefore, he's giving these instructions to us, to us word, as it says in one of his letters, so that we can grow. And that And I think a lot of times we stay pretty anemic or baby-like, and, and we're not growing past that, that the simplicity of the gospel. And as we grow, we're just not growing as fast or at all if we're not getting grounded in these epistles that are meant for us, this body of believers, this body of Christ for right now. But again, like I said, this is committed unto him according to the commandment of God our Savior. To Titus. Now, this is interesting too, and I guess I never really thought about it this much. You know, you always hear about the son, uh, son in the faith of being Timothy, but he uses the same kind of language here when he says, "My own son," after the common faith. Now, I don't think that there was the 
the same type of relationship that Paul had with Timothy. And it didn't make it any, you know, like love him more or love him less than positions calling themselves pastors and everything that there's a lot of things that are lacking, a lot of things that are absent, people needing a lot of things. And I, I think it's because we have, there's been some sort of disconnect at some point in time. I don't know when it was. I'm sure it's always been like this because we'll see it later on in Titus that there's a lot of people doing things for the wrong reasons. But understanding that if you're in this sort of a role, if you've been ordained and an elder among a group of believers, um, you, you've been, you desire the office of a bishop, as it says in 1 Timothy 3, you know, you're desiring a good thing, you've been, you've been observed by these people that the ends of your conversation match what you say, well, then what is the role? Well, we discussed that, to put in remembrance of these things. It's not like it's some sort of necessarily a, um, an elevated position because we're all in the same body. But it's somebody that has that heart and that desire and that ability to make sure those things that are lacking and that are wanting are brought forth. And I think, sadly, the things that are wanting and lacking is, well, that's the best way to put this, is leadership of men. I think we've delegated the responsibility and all the leadership to one person and said, well, I'm washing my hands and I'm done with it. And that's been abused a lot of times, for lack of a better term. It's just been abused. Where people preach their own desires. We'll see later on people preaching things just for filthy lucre's sake. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really take the time as we go through these, uh, these examples here of a bishop to once again talk about how this is not somebody's, I've heard a term used, a calling on their life, you know, that, they, that I've been anointed as this thing. We've all been anointed. We're all ministers of reconciliation. We're all ambassadors of Jesus Christ. But there's those that are faithful in word and strong in doctrine, not concerning themselves with other things that are seriously needed today. And there's a lot of people out there that are desiring to have somebody that's able to say, look, we're going to follow this. It's a wanting thing. It's a thing that is lacking. And Paul recognized this. We all have the Holy Spirit. We all have the, the teacher. But there's people that need that help. And the desire of a true teacher is not to lord over somebody and to say, ha, look at how much knowledge I have, but in love to say, look, I'm going to point you to the Word of God. I'm not special. There's nothing about me that's different than you. We're both in the same body. However, you're, you're, you're heading down this path of wanting to follow after these things. Brother, right here, these things ought not to be so. Let's follow the Word. 
That's that's seriously wanting, in my opinion, today. And apparently in the, in Crete, those things were wanting. And Titus was left there to set those things in order. Organize them. Not what we see today as organizations. But instead, organizing the thought to say, hey, look, brethren, we're to have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ, now let this mind be in us. What should we be about? Should we be about strife and vainglory and all these things, or should we be about esteeming each other more highly in ourselves and giving people truth and love, holding each other accountable? Hey, Brother Mike, you know, you're just really starting to kind of, Brother, you know, you, you, you talk about this, and but you do this, and I, I need that. We, we need that as the body to grow and to come together as the sinews it talks about, to be, uh, what is the word I'm looking for, uh, compressed together, because that is where the strength is. That has been the charge given to us. We've been left in this world for a reason. Yes, to give people the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, that they can also be in the body of Christ, but at the same time, those that are already in the body to strengthen, to edify, to build each other up, not in some sort of uh, community program. It's much more than that. We are the body of Christ here. He, we are the example. We are the ambassadors, the direct representation of a heavenly country. And that's what we should be encouraging and coming together to be about. Strong in doctrine, not given over to strife and vain glory and vain words and the, the, the vain janglings, the, the fables and all these things that are talked about in both Timothy and Titus. There's nothing new under the sun. These things were going on for many, 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 many years. And Paul did warn that things would wax worse and worse, right? We'd re- See, this how this is such a perfect companion letter to talk, talk about right after we get done with, with First and Second Timothy. And then let's move on to verse number six. If any be blameless. Once again, we it, the same, um, I guess you would say, not necessarily qualifications, but standards or, or things to look for are found once again in Titus. The husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of riot or, riot or unruly. Uh, once again, the same kind of a connotation that if you, if you can't, take care of your family at home and things are out of control at home, how are you to be able to make sure that things aren't unruly and out of control within the body of believers in the local uh, gathering together? You just can't. And I've seen too many people that just say, well, this is the, this is the anointing, the calling on my life, and I'm going to stick it out. And people just let them within local bodies all the time. Well, he is the head pastor. And I'm sorry if I'm going to start stepping on toes, but a man is to rule over his own house well first. And if those things are lacking in his home, he can't, you know, I hate brothers, I'm going to step aside as the, as the bishop, as one of the elders. Uh, right now, I got to take care of things are going on at home. When's the last time you see anybody try to do that? Very rarely. Very, very rarely. Let's move on. For a bishop must be blameless, 
and once again uses that term, not being sinless, but blameless, as the steward of God. Hmm. A steward, a, a caretaker of the things of God. How precious do you hold up this word? It's the word of God. It's precious. How much? How are you being a steward of it? Not self-willed. How many people do you run across that have the title, they call themselves pastors, that are self-willed? And then want to pawn it off and say, well, no, this is the will of God. I can't find that anywhere, brother. I, I don't Self-willed. But people let it go. Not soon angry. Boy, oh boy. Not given to wine. No striker. Not given to filthy lucre. And that filthy lucre is is not necessarily well. This guy's getting paid, right? Or you know, the, these bo- this body of believer takes care of this this brother here, and you know he's he's he works another job and maybe another job over here too. That's not filthy lucre. What it means is that that's what they're in it for. Not given to that. Seen it too many times, but a lover of hospitality. A lover of hospitality, if you run if you are a part of a body of believers and somebody is the bishop, the the pastor, uh, pastoring that group, and he never wants you to come over to his house, what does that say? Now that's not necessarily like the the key thing, but why would you not want to be around brethren? Why would you not want to give them the hospitality? Or somebody comes walking by the house and, you know, or whatever, and, oh, hey, brother, and, hey, I, I hope you uh, get out of the rain sometime soon, and they just keep walking by and, like, okay, not given to hospitality, a lover of good men. I want to stand here and talk about lover of good men, a true person that has the heart, the desire, the office of a bishop, understands what it is biblically, is going to love the men that serve with him and strive with him to be about the word, will love them, not use them. Sober. Very, and this doesn't mean it's never going to crack a smile, but very aware of the seriousness of presenting the, the, the gospel, presenting the doctrine, just, holy, temperate. And this is the verse that really just defines all this. You know, like I heard a brother say, uh, a couple of times in some videos I've been watching where it just says, you know, the Bible will define itself. And right here in verse number nine, holding fast the faithful word as he hath been taught. As Paul gave these things to Timothy and to Titus and, and the, what things to look for, notice he's not looking for the most charismatic guy that's up there and just is, is able to really lead a group really able to just motivate them. Maybe those character traits are there, but that's not the importance of it. That That is not the important thing. What's the important thing is that 
they are able to hold fast. Like, as I've mentioned before, a naval term of hold fast to the line, and it just really is not letting go. Fully persuaded that this is our standard. A faithful word, as he hath been taught, that he may be able by sound doctrine both to exhort and to convince the gainsayers. Not because his excellency of speech, as Paul says, I didn't come in, but because he just sticks to the word. I think of the you know the last study that we did in 2 Timothy 4, preach the word. No matter if people want to think that that's a popular thing, boy, Brother Mike, you know, uh, I, you know, I... Can't you just like maybe spice up the, uh, the the teaching a little bit here and talk about current events, you know, and what's your opinion about this political character over here and all these kinds of things? And can you crack some more jokes? Um, this channel will never, this uh, uh, Facebook and YouTube and, and probably will never ever, and I'm okay with that, have any sort of audience where people are just like, oh, man, I can't wait to just tune in, you know, get their ears tickled. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to stick to the word, and I'm just going to teach. Not trying to be some sort of uh, replacement, by the way, for you gathering together with some local body of believers, because I believe there's a lot of people out there that need the things that are wanting. And if, uh, I know a few people that would be perfectly able and are fully equipped, strong in doctrine to be able to do that. People are looking for it. But to exhort, to encourage people, that's what it means. Encourage people what? You know, to you know, live their best life now? No, to encourage people to be about the word. There's so much here that, you know, it seems like it's repetitive. But, brethren, it is sort of repetitive because what is the important thing? What should we be about? Sound doctrine. Yeah, absolutely, sound doctrine. What is sound doctrine? It's not placing anything above this and just preaching the word. This is what we're going to be about. If it has anything to do with somebody's opinion, somebody's self-willedness, I just don't want any part of it. The gainsayers, you know, doing things for gain and just talking basically just to hear themselves talk. But you can convince them if they see it in you that you're just about the word. For there, verse number 10, are many unruly and vain talkers, empty talkers, (laughs) and deceivers, especially they of the circumcision. There seemed to be them of the circumcision that were on this island of Crete as well. They were everywhere. Some were that were of the circumcision were in Christ. Peter had a problem with things sometimes. He was of the circumcision. And uh, Paul had to withstand him to the face. But it seems like here in in this in this context, now I could be wrong, but it doesn't seem like these are the circumcision that those are within the body of Christ, you know, or not the body, but in Christ. It doesn't seem like they were, you know, 
of that. They were just like the Jews in the synagogue, you know, these these of the circumcision, Jews. And it could be those within maybe that local body. I just don't know. But at the same time, it says whose mouth must be stopped, who subvert whole houses. Now, we're supposed to reject these type of people. We're supposed to, as a, um, I believe that there was a, where was it? Was it in Second Timothy 4 where we talked about that? I can't remember where it is. Somebody will probably help me out, and I'll be able to look at it. But, you know, um, mark them that cause division and avoid them. Where were we at? Was that in Romans? Somebody help me out with that, and we'll come back. Must be stopped. Who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not, once again, for filthy lucre's sake. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, um, I, I think that we do in this life, we will never have to answer for it again. The sins are gone, blotted out, nailed to his cross. Amen and amen for that. You'll never have to answer for your sins because he did already when he said, it is finished, it's done, took care of it. But unto them, the natural man, them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Again, I've used this, this, uh, this, this uh, example before, but I don't know how many times I've, I've heard people say the thing, can you believe so-and-so has done X, Y, and Z? And so-and-so obviously has no testimony of any sort of a salvation or anything like that. We know there are, you know, atheists upon atheists and haters of God, and when people say, can you believe that so-and-so did this? I, I'm like, yeah, I can. Because they're natural. The natural man is natural. He's going to do natural things. And in their mind, as I think about this, this is 1 Corinthians 2, all over the place, but for sake of time, we're not going to turn over there. But read 1 Corinthians 2 on your own. This is what it's saying here. There's a natural man, and then there's the I guess you would call it the unnatural, the born again, the one that has died. The old man's dead. He's a new creature. Um, somebody said it really well. I've been going through a series, and I can't remember. Brother Ken, I think, uh, sent sent one of the one of one of the series to me. I can't remember where it was, but it was talking about there's two lines, there's two lineages. We are all born of Adam. So we're either in the Adam's line, which is the earthly man, or we're in the line of Christ. We are in Christ. We are a part of him now. We've been changed. We've been sanctified, washed, regenerated, renewed in a different line. So you're either in Adam's line still, which unfortunate end is death, destruction, hell, and this other line. And in between that, the one that bridged that gap between those two lines was Jesus Christ. In his righteousness alone. And we'll get into that when we get into second in Titus chapter 2. But their mind 
but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Some of these, as it says in verse 16, they profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient and unto every good work reprobate. So it, it's not saying that somebody's working for their salvation or any such thing, or even if somebody is capable of doing bad things as a, as a born-again person. It's not saying that. What it is saying, though, is that even people that are trying to work their way into heaven, the ones that do a lot of good works, give to the poor, charitable, they profess they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. So even the ones that aren't necessarily the Charles Mansons of the world, the Pol Potts, the Adolf Hitlers, it doesn't matter. They're still in that same line of Adam. So even their good works are reprobate. They, they matter for nothing. They're going to literally burn for eternity. And I think of the term or the uh, verse where Paul says, you know, they you know, confess they know God or to some to that extent, but it says, but rather that God knows you, you. Not whether you know God. A lot of people claim to know God, but it's whether he knows you. Well, how would he know you? Are you his body? We know our bodies pretty well. I know after I was working really hard all day Tuesday that I knew my body was over. It was done. I had to go to bed. I woke up the next morning not feeling all that great. We know our own bodies. God knows his body. Jesus Christ knows his body. So whether you want to claim that you know God, please, it's more important. It's the most important thing ever that he knows who you are. So I pray you get that taken care of today. So we went a little bit long, but let's check out the, um, let's look at the, oh, wrong one. There we go. Let's look at the comment stream to see how much, yeah, we had a lot of people on here. Brother Daruna, I see you there. I pray you're still on. Let's go look at Facebook first, and we'll come back to YouTube. Okay. No comments on YouTube. Or, excuse me, Facebook. Okay. That makes it easy. Let's go over to YouTube and see what we got here, see if we have any questions or comments. Hmm. Yeah, talking, Brother Druna talking about those approved of God because of their diligence in the Word and faith in the living by the Holy Ghost. Not cherry picking what they obey. Yeah. Yes, and Brother Ken was talking about in 1 Corinthians 4, in verse number 1, let a man uh, so account, I'm sorry, let a man so account of us as of the ministers of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. You know, I didn't think about that verse when I talked about a steward. Very good reference there. All right. Uh, let's see here. Now I beseech you, Brett. Oh, yes. So Brother Ken brought up the Romans sixteen seventeen. Yeah, I knew... <laughs> I was sitting there thinking the longest time. I was like, I, I know I'm trying to think of bellies. I'm trying to think of uh, Mark and Avoid. It was right there in Romans. 
I had put it on the side of my Bible to go there. So sometimes my brain just doesn't work all the way. That's a great verse. Uh, I'm going to read this uh, for those that are listening and maybe not following along on the YouTube stream. Uh, But Galatians 6, verses 1 through 21, but one of the ones that uh, Brother Dreamer brings out is, Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fall, ye which are spiritual, restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest lest thou also be tempted. And then verse number 2, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Yep. Very good. Second Thessalonians three six. And now we commend you, brother, in the name. Of... Oh yes, that's another great one. So, uh, brother Durna here bringing up some good cross references here. Second Thessalonians chapter three and verse number six. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourself from every brother. It's interesting that it says brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. Hmm. That is, so again, there's so many things that I guess I just missed as I, as in my haste reading through these things that I just never saw that a lot of times Paul is even saying that people are brethren in Christ. He calls the the church in Corinth um, saints and <laughs> I don't know if you've read 1 Corinthians lately, but first, you know, the church at Corinth was doing all sorts of stuff. They had to be rebuked sharply, though, rebuked by the word. All right. Okay, so I think that's most of the, the comments there on... YouTube and a lot of good verses, a lot of great verses there uh, from my brothers in Christ there, Brother Daruna and Brother Larson. Uh, it's good to hear from both of you, you uh, brothers. Thank you so much for watching. It says we have seven, count them, seven viewers on YouTube right now. Amazing. And only two people are talking, so there's five other people apparently just kind of watching along, and uh, that's okay. Um, I still don't know who this JBS 78 is. It says, hey, brother, good to see you again. If you're still on here, please let me know. Maybe just jog my memory who you are. But if not, that's okay. Hey, so um, be seriously. I know the things of this world are not what we focus on, but... Um, Brethren, we are drawing near. I, I, uh, I just don't know how much longer we're going to be here. Um, but as long as we are here, we're here to be about the stewardship, <laughs> as my brother there, uh, Brother Larson, talked about. Be ministers. Be ambassadors. Good ambassadors. Be that representation of the grace that you didn't deserve, but that he poured out on you because of him. Unreal to think about that. Amen and amen for that. Thank you for the grace of God. 
that free gift. Okay, I think we're just about done for tonight. I don't see very many other people making any comments. I want to thank you, though, for joining me here on another Thursday night as we've gotten into the book of Titus. We will continue that. Um, there's some thoughts about that I have currently about some things that I'd like to maybe uh, bring out in some like another dedicated studies. Um, but I'm just not sure when the, I'm, those are going to be done. Uh, I think of the Millennial Rain series, and uh, again, if if you're new and you haven't meant you haven't um, went back and watched some of these series. I just think about the amount of study and the time it took just to do the two studies on Golgotha, which is, you know, I haven't got too much feedback from. And so I thought maybe some people would have some uh, differences of opinions, but um, it seems like everything that I've had has been agreed with so far. But um, I, I do want to hear from you if you watch those two, uh, two relatively short videos on Golgotha, that would be great. And then the Millennial Rain series is a long series. I, I will agree with you. There's seven videos, and uh, it's quite a bit of stuff, and that's that was quite a lot of work uh, getting those produced. So um, if they're a help to you or if they just at least get you to kind of be thinking about some things um, biblically, I, I can only say thank the Lord, praise God, all honor and glory to Him. So... Go back and watch those if you'd like. You can watch those on, like I said, Odyssey. Um, it takes all my videos and it uploads them there automatically. So I've been very lack of downloading videos and then uploading them to Rumble and all these other different sites that I've I've tried to be on. They're just not very, they're just not very user effective and you know just very efficient. And I don't have a whole lot of time to uh, to mess around with that kind of stuff. I do have two young children at home, and I'm trying to uh, raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and they are making it difficult. <laughs> and my wife says amen from across the house. Okay. But uh, we're, we may come up with some, uh, some more studies. I do have um, some things in mind that I want to talk about. And um, one of those things, I, I'll be really honest with you right before we close up here, uh, one of those things is probably going to make a lot more people upset at me and probably not want to watch me anymore. Uh, but I don't know what else to tell you. Um, there's some things that have been said recently on some things that I just, I don't know if I can keep my mouth shut very much longer. I've made videos on uh, certain subjects before and uh, people uh, have called me all sorts of different names and said that uh, I was vile and twisting scriptures and stuff like that, but I have yet to have somebody um, show me from the Word of God where I'm wrong, which I've put it out there so many times. I want to be corrected biblically. So, but, um, and I'm sure if you're watching this, you probably know what subject I'm talking about, but. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to uh, divide anybody. But I'm just going to give you the word of God. And uh, I promise you, if you think that I'm twisting scriptures on anything that I say, I want to know about it. But just to call me vile and some sort of reprobate and uh, because I bring out scriptures is uh, a little strange to me. But uh, 
I don't, I don't ever call people out. I don't, I'm never, ever going to use a name on here. And, um, some people are maybe guessing right now or trying to wonder what, what I'm talking about. Just something that came to my mind about different series. What's on my mind could be, um, coming out shortly, but I want to make sure that I do that in the proper spirit. So, yeah, yeah. Brother Druna says, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Well, um, that's good. I, I don't, I'm not very, I guess, controversial, you would say, you know, that, that gets, that gets a lot of people's, a lot of views, but that's not going to be me. But, uh, I am going to give you the word of God and please, please, if you ever have a disagreement with me, ask brother Daruna, ask brother Larson, ask uh, these brothers here. I've talking, I've talked to them personally on Skype, um, numerous times, um, different other uh, brothers that have disagreements or maybe want to bring something up or just ask a question, I'm always willing to do that. I will find the time um, to do that. So I'm just rambling on right now. We're past time. Let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, love you in the Lord. Uh, thank you. I love. Uh, <laughs> I would love to hear and judge with Scripture. Amen. Um, but I uh, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, a lot of you have, have stuck it out for the entirety of the of the t- of the time tonight, and I appreciate that. Uh, please t- tell people about the program, um, the the studies, and um, I think um, I'm obviously not going to get uh, placed upon any kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for here algorithm. And so, if you like to, you like what you watch, and uh, you think that. This is uh, needful studies and everything like that, and uh, you want to just pass it on to people, share it, appreciate it. So love you, and Lord. Have the mind of Christ every single day. Die to self. And I will see you next week on Let This Mind Be In You, Lord willing, Thursday night at 8 p.m. Central Time. Love you, and Lord, brethren. God bless you, and have a great night.